Let me bang you, I do let you bang Let me bang you, I let you bang I let you bang Greetings, Marys and Virgins. Go for Jesus! No for Jesus, people! Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Hey, welcome to Fred MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with the great Bill Dawes, one of the funniest people I know. Uh, graduated from Brown, is an actor, is successful. Princeton, played, how dare you? Oh, Princeton, Princeton, Princeton. Played uh, played flag football for Princeton. Uh, I didn't realize that was that was a real thing. It is. Uh, <laughs> do you guys have Very an actual? Do you guys have an actual football team? Yeah, we've had we've had players go to the NFL. Did I people mean, laugh at you guys for being on the flag football team? I mean, that must have been a, the biggest joke ever. Okay, I was on the I was on the lightweight football team. That's even which worse. Which was <laughs> which is one sixty and lower. But the funny thing is, everyone who played was like was like a high school wrestler. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be great. I'm going to, and they fucking could. I mean, they could tackle like you know they're wrestlers. They could do a double leg like you would. It was an actual light. So when you met a girl at a bar or a club and told her you were on the football team, did you include that you were on the lightweight football team? Because that's got to be. The I mean, the chicks want to bang you until they found out you were on the because you're like, oh, you're going to the NFL or this or that, and then. Well, I gotta tell you, I don't. I don't think the football team at Princeton was getting all the tail. You know what I mean? I don't think that was like. <laughs> I think it was more like if you're like, oh, my my last name is Daniel, as in the Jack Daniels family. You know, right, it was right, all right. about who you're. Like people were like, who's your? What does your dad do? Where does he work? And I, I didn't realize what they're trying to find out is if I was from a legacy, and I'm not. I'm from fucking white trash, but. I never understood that until later. That's okay. So, so it didn't hurt you being on the lightweight. I can't believe there's even a lightweight football team. Only in only nerds will come up with that. Like, hey, we want to play football, but we're not that good, and we're not that. But big. We're, not big, we're not big enough for the big boys. We'll get hurt. I mean, yeah. yeah, man, that's got to be. That's like, were the girls in the league or no? <laughs> hey, man, it was competitive. Army and Navy. They were had a lightweight well. football team. Yeah. Wow. You know what, Adam, after this, you're going to Google lightweight football in college. It's pretty – I thought I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to be like top tier because my, my high school football team was like top ten in the country. But I was fucking shit. What they did you play? What what, what 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 opposition? I was a wide receiver. A wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my, my I, I actually – I played soccer in high school, and I was like a really good like freshman. Like I was one of those kids where they were like, oh, he's going to be really good. And I progressively got worse every year. Like I got slower and all the kids that were on JV either caught up and passed me by the time yeah. I was a senior. And I was like, man, fuck this. Like the worst is our team. We were actually, we like won some, like the chant, the prep school championships. And the worst is when you don't play at all. Like you play no minutes and your team wins and you have to still celebrate. <laughs> like as if you yeah. did, oh, as if you did anything like it's that is the you're almost better off the team losing because then it like oh well we suck well, I, I didn't play though but when yeah, yeah, yeah. wins and if you'd you put me in it would be a different story 
Oh, dude, absolutely nothing. I remember one time I was crying because I didn't play. I was so fucking pissed. And my coach took me on the bus and he's like, come on, curse me out. Tell me I'm a piece of shit. Uh, and I, I I didn't. I actually didn't. But I, I wanted to, but I, I didn't. Um, but then my senior year, I played football because I was, you know, I won the New England's, the Class A New England prep school at 103, 112, 125, and then 140. And when you, when you go from 103 to 140, it's a fucking jump, you know, like, yeah. so I'm like, I got to get stronger. And I played football. They put me on, on like the line. I was a, a nose tackle, right? And I was a 145 pound nose tackle, which is like kind of unheard of, but we had two nose tackles and we lined up on each side of the center. Right. And I just, yeah. and people didn't even like guard me because I was so small and I had so many tackles because I would just shoot through the gap. And just tackle yeah. the guy with the ball. I still don't know one play. I don't know anybody. I don't know one position. All I know is fucking get the guy with the ball and tackle him. It really is the dumbest fucking sport. It's the only sport like you could not know. The only thing you got to be smart at is the quarterback. It's Although unless you're, unless you're Johnny Menzel, you know, I don't know if you saw his new documentary on Netflix, but apparently like he knew nothing about football. He just liked to fuck around and it worked in high school and college. And then he got to the NFL and people were like, what? And there was another guy. I, Vince Vince Young was like that. I went to go a Rose Bowl game, and Vince Young was playing football in college, like you would see a, a guy playing with children. Like you see how like yeah. an adult, like a oh you know get the ball and you run around and the kids. <laughs> That's how Vince Young was playing with against USC and against Michigan. Yeah. Like and yeah. then but then in the, in the pros it doesn't work anymore. That shit never works in the pros. No. Um, so uh, anyway, my kid, we're waiting for Don Fry and McCorkle. My daughter is so funny, man. My daughter, she's so smart. The other day she goes, who wants to get stronger? Daddy, you want to get stronger? So I was like, yeah, I want to get stronger. And then she goes, good, carry me. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's crafty. She's going to she's gonna figure all the life hacks. Oh, my God. So then I'm carrying her. I, so I tried it on my wife. I'm like, who wants to work out their jaw? And my wife, uh, I'm like, give me a blowjob. But that, that didn't work at all. <laughs> no. All right. Well, at least you got a bit out of it. Yeah. That bit bombed so bad last night. I, I did that bit last night and nothing. <laughs> nothing. Really? Uh, I mean, that was good. I think it was good, too. I, I think it's not clear who wants to work out their jaw, that blowjob. I think that that I'm taking too much of a leap there. Um, yeah. yeah sometimes, sometimes, like, I always feel like the audiences are really, you got to play like they're kind of dumb. Or they don't know as much as you know, because I did a joke last night where I talked about buying formula for my um, baby mama. Yeah. And being a, and a woman in Texas being like, oh, is the mom having trouble breastfeeding? Oh, God. And it's so annoying. So I was like, no, she's dead. Oh. And then and then uh, just to see her reaction, I was like, yeah, she died of prostate cancer. Just to like fuck with her like, like right wing Texas point of view. And then everyone was like, did your wife really die? Oh, God. So you have to set up the fact that like, oh, no, we're broken up, but I'm running errands for her. You yeah. know what I mean? They're going to think like, oh, man, he, he, she has, he has a dead wife. Dude, your baby mama is really hot, by the way. You definitely have like a type. Like I met some girl who was like, I think she might have been like a exotic dancer. And now oh, Danny in Vegas. I, I, I See, I wasn't going to give her name, um, but... But she's, but she's like, oh, do you know Bill Dawes? And right away, I knew, I knew she banged you. Like, I wasn't even a question. I'm like, oh, let me guess. I'm like, I know blonde, tall, skinny, but like not like too skinny. Uh, like I, fake tits, 
It was it was right there. It was like a hundred percent right there. Um, yeah, McCorkle, you know, how but- are you? What's up? Hey, I was just listening. I only caught part of what you guys were saying, but you know, he was, uh, Bill was saying that you should always assume that audience is dumber than you. Um, and I was just thinking that, uh, like Brendan Schaub, that's gotta be hard for him to imagine <laughs> anyone could be dumber than him, but if they bought tickets to his show, how dumb must they actually be? Good uh, point. It, it, it works out. So yeah, the math, the math checks out on that one. Right. It used to be though, like, and I'm not saying this about Shaub because I, I I don't care enough. People hit me up all times with Shaub, uh, because of you, Sean. They hit me up right. with like, facts about Shaub, my DMs, and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I I, I have a friend. <laughs> I have I have I have a friend who's so negative. Like, I love the guy, but he's just, you know, you have these friends who like everything. Wait, are you talking about me? No, because you're not really <laughs> okay. that negative. You're actually super positive off this podcast. Like, like right. you'll send me some of the nicest. <laughs> most heartfelt long texts I've ever read in my entire life. Um, <laughs> and and the, the sad part is when Sean sends a text and like, I don't look at it for like, you know, I'll, like, I'll, I'll be doing something and we'll, we'll like text back and forth. Like, you know, what's going on? Great. How are you feeling better? You too. And then I'll be like, okay. And then, and then like three hours later, I'll see like a nine page text. I'm like, this motherfucker, I, I left him on like, not even read. Like, I feel like an asshole. Cause I'm like, I didn't respond to this one. You know, I, I have to go right. back. Like, I'm like, I hope you don't think I didn't. But then, then I, he's so hard phones. Anyway, I have a friend that all he wants to do is bait me into a negative conversation. So he'll be like, oh, yeah. so he'll be like, oh, what do you think of Matt Reif? And I know he doesn't like Matt Reif or he's going to say he sucks yeah. or whatever. So, I'll, so right away I go to him, I go, oh, he's hilarious. Like, regardless of what I think of Matt Reif, I'll give him the opposite answer of what yeah. he, like the other day he sent me a picture of Dane Cook who I guess had like bad surgery or bot surgery and like in a picture, it looked like he had bad surgery. So he's like, yo, what happened to Dane's face? And I'm like, dude, I think he looks handsome. You know, just to fuck with him. Like just cause I know <laughs> that's exactly what he doesn't want to fucking hear. But otherwise yeah. I-, I can't dude. people get into the, their fucking negativity and it's built. Oh yeah. It's the worst, man. I had, I had a comic I would go on the road and he just was like, he was being so negative all the time. I was like, I need to get like, I need to get like a cheerleader. I need to get someone who, like, I don't care how funny they are. They just need to be, like, nice and positive about anything. Particularly when you're a shithole like Reno. And they're just oh, like, oh, fucking, I'm in Reno. Oh, my, where's uh, my career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for sunny, active days. I, I know I am, okay? And Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Not number two, number one. It can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook, and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well, and so should you. Well, with factors, skip the trip to the grocery store, and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay? While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, Their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right. Two minutes. Although when I do stuff in two minutes, my wife complains. Okay. But not with factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D. All right. Looking for calorie conscious options this summer. You can try the delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's, that's, that's nothing. That's you burn that off. I don't know, jogging. All right. You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer. I do. 
We'll try the protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get get rough. Look at, look at these guns, people. All right. So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's, she's adorable. All right. No more biting. We got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day and check out factor right now. No, I, I you know, I, uh, I was going to say, I have a uh, several, um, yeah, I was oh gosh, what were you just saying, Adam? Oh, the negative, like they want to say negative. I've known several people that will say, yeah, your brother's a real, uh, greedy bastard or whatever. And I'll be like, well, yeah, he's my brother. I mean, it's just been that way since we was a kid. And then he hits my brother up. Hey, brother, Sean was saying what a greedy bastard you are. Like, that's what they like to do. They, They'll yeah. put the words in your mouth that they said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they'll talk about the hey, he's a real a-hole. I'll be like, yeah, I don't really. That guy gets on my nerves. Hey, Sean, just tell me how much you get on his nerves. Like they turn around, and that's their goal to make it you that said it. So the, the, uh, you know, all I get are backhanded compliments of people like, why, dude? If you were if you were friends with Rogan, you'd be huge right now. Or why doesn't Rogan have you on the podcast? Or people go, why doesn't your podcast get more views? I'm like, dude, I don't. This is these are not. These are not compliments. Um, yeah. I understand that you're coming from a good place in this, but all you're going to do is put me in a bad fucking spot in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be yeah. in a bad headspace if I, 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 I have to constantly just, I just put a heart. Thank God for hearts when someone on, on Instagram messages. <laughs> I just heart whatever, which is, which is basically thumbs up. thumbs up because I'm like, I don't want, I don't care. But meanwhile, Let's talk about some fighting right now, or not fighting, but Dylan, Dylan Dennis. I think that some people have talents, right? Like you just don't know what their talent is. Dylan Dennis, obviously, jujitsu stud, had a couple fights, looked terrible in stand-up. Last couple years has been kind of a joke. You know, got beat up at a bar by a bouncer who put him in a sleeper hold, the guy said. Like, didn't <laughs> even know what a rear naked choke was. He goes, Yeah. And and he tapped at a bar, right? So anyway, so now <laughs> So now Wait, Dylan Dennis got choked out by a bouncer. Yeah, you, you, you a couple. You, you heard about that, right? I didn't realize he got choked out. Wow. Okay. Oh, he was no, he didn't get like totally unconscious. He was tapping to okay. a bouncer at like he went to a wedding party, got too drunk, ended up on the ground with some fucking yoked, you know, one of these like Jersey Shore Ronnie kind of guys who then put him in a sleeper hold. Right? A, he said, "I put him in a sleeper hold." That's how non. <laughs> And then Dylan was tapping to a sleeper hole, but the guy was did have like a hundred pounds on him. But I'm sure yeah, it didn't yeah. feel good. Um, but anyway. some of that hundred pounds was the snake he had in the bag over his shoulder, though, that he put on Dylan <laughs> after he choked him out with a sleeper hole. That was Jake the Snake's move, by the way. That's why that joke was great at him because Jake the Snake is the one that originated the sleeper hole. So oh. wasn't it? No, wasn't it? No, it was Bruce Beefcake. Well, that's what I thought it was Jake the Snake. No, Jake that was the awesome. That Brutus Beefcake would cut their hair after, which was awesome. Yes. Like he was a, a terrible barber. I always felt bad that he had to work as a barber and be a pro wrestler. It's like fighting yeah. the UFC, how you have to have a, you know, a second job. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh, he wasn't a very good barber, so I do understand why he was wrestling. Because so Jake the Snake, though uh, he was DDT. That was his thing. Oh, that's actually, right. You're right. Which he actually hit by accident. He did it like he tripped. He had a guy like in a headlock tripped, and then it it went so well. <laughs> That he ended up, that was his like actual thing. Anyway, so Dylan Dennis is fighting Logan Paul, right? 
October eighth for one of their one of these like <laughs> one of these boxing matches, right? And oh, is it MMA or boxing? Boxing, right? Now, common sense <laughs> says Logan Paul's going to kill him. Logan Paul yes. went went twelve rounds with Floyd Mayweather or ten rounds. You know, he's a great athlete. He was a college wrestler. I think he was like third in the state of Ohio. But as far as boxing, he went up against KSI, who I guess has some skill. And I guess it was he lost one. It was a draw. He looks good. Dylan Dennis, this is his first pro fight, right? However, Dylan Dennis somehow found out Logan Paul's fiance, right? So he found out what she looks like and has been posting nonstop pictures of his fiance making out with guys. Right. Uh, I don't know where he's finding <laughs> these pictures, but his his Twitter right now might be the funniest people that hate uh, Dylan Dennis. Like guys like uh, Jake Shields and um, Darren Till are now saying they're fans of Dylan Dennis because like so <laughs> we're going to we're going to start. Right. So he goes. Uh, he goes, Logan Paul versus Dennis. So this is what he goes, October 14th. I'll be gracing the boxing ring for my debut. Going to show the Paul sisters have a phobia when it comes to actual combat, right? Logan Paul, Dennis, Dylan Dennis, right? So then he, okay, Logan Paul after the fight. So he's put, posting pictures. You, you guys can see this, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Then he has a picture of his, his uh, Logan's fiance with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? So that's the first one. That was uh, August 8th, right? Then he goes, um, he goes, uh, then he has, her making out with another guy, right? So I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even see the guy there because of his hat. Right. Then he posts a picture of uh, her topless, right? Whoa. So now, so now, now she's topless, right? Um, and then it just it keeps getting worse. So I mean, if, if you're Logan Paul right now, you got to be like, what the fuck? What did I sign up for? How does he have all these pictures? But it just it keeps getting worse. So then he goes, uh, uh, so then some, some, some girl, like he gets into it with some, some girl, I don't know who these, these like hashtag like influencers are, but, uh, then he's, she's with LeBron, is that LeBron James? What <laughs> appears no, they're so. not making out. They're just taking a photo though. All right. All right. All right. They're taking a photo. Right. So then, uh, then he's got a picture. Logan has a picture of, uh, I, I think this is a little person and then he's with Logan hmm. and then that's them grown up. So. Oh shit! Oh my god, that is a golly. I, I'm going to use that in the future. That's a great idea. <laughs> then he goes. Uh, then he goes right here. He goes to. Uh, it just keeps. There's a guy. Looks like he has his penis out. She's. I mean, he's like hovering over her. Uh, that's August 10th. Is, and is Dylan Dennis stalking her? That's my question. Like, has he been doing this for years? Like, just following her around? Like. So he goes, apparently misfits, that's the thing, is censoring me, saying I went too far and threatening to pull the fight, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why he's not going to fight, because he goes yeah. too far online. He's always dropping out fights, by the way. That's one thing I don't dance. He's always, like, talking shit and then dropping out. So then he that's has what Adam said. Common, common sense will tell you that Logan Paul wins. I was like, common sense will tell you there's no way Dylan Dennis shows up to fight. That's what yeah. it tells me. So then he got a picture of George Bush back when he found out about 9-11. He goes, sir, another photo of her and an NBA player has emerged. <laughs> We're up to 26 now, right? So then, all right, then he's got a, a mug shot. Uh, Fuck you, Logan Paul. Uh, then he goes, um, then, but then it, then, it, then it gets to be, then he got, it's, it's, he has a picture of Logan, emotional gangster. <laughs> uh <laughs> 
And then, What's sad is you don't know if it's real or not anymore with the internet. Like it's hard. So Dylan's got a gun, and then this is Logan Paul. In this one, uh, the 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 bad guy versus emo Paul. And then the, the 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 photo of Logan took. Remember when the person was hanging in like a forest and he got in trouble? Oh yeah, in Japan. So he's, Japan. So he's got that. And then, but then it gets even more ridiculous. So then he's got one where uh, he he goes. Um, he got. He has uh lawsuit. He's got one with lawsuit. But that some of them are funny. Logan Paul. Uh, so then everyone's getting ready to fuck the girl online. And then he has Logan Paul. Uh, with flowers, <laughs> no less. <laughs> He's going to ask her to marry him. That's what that's insinuating. <laughs> with flowers. Then he got a picture of Logan. He put, I mean, this is nonstop. Like... Imagine he knocks out Logan Paul after all this. Like, like, can you imagine? I, see, he had Logan Paul cuck uh, in his Pokemon card. Uh, and then Logan Paul, hey, did you see? <laughs> he has Logan Paul walking into his girl, shadow-blowing guy. <laughs> um, but then, who? Now who's this guy? Also a little person, I think. Uh, and I then know. he's got... <laughs> So then he's got this one. Uh, he, I don't know who this guy is with with uh, the, Logan's girl. The, this guy, Logan's girl, is now on the ground. Um, it just kept going. Now he photoshopped this one of him with her. But he goes, <laughs> but he goes this is a digitally altered photo of Dylan Dennis and Nina Agdal. Uh, this so he, that that actually says that right, which makes you yeah. think the other ones aren't photoshopped. Because then he has the girlfriend with this guy. I don't know who that guy is. Uh, I heard Logan pays one of his fiance's boyfriend's rent. Um, and then it goes, but then it gets ridiculous. Like he goes right here. He goes, not Ja Rule too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, know if it, I don't know if it'd be better or worse if it was Ja Rule. Like, I, don't know, I don't know which one is more insulting. I mean, it's just been, it keeps it's been around. It keeps going. I don't know who this guy is. And then the, he goes, I'll let this one slide. I love Entourage. Why is she with the, She's with the Entourage guys in this one. Um, then some guy's grabbing her ass. I don't know who, I don't know who that guy is. Uh, who, who, I don't know who this guy is. Then there's like one, two, there's one, two, there's four black, five black guys. <laughs> one of them is KSI. He put KSI. That one looks Photoshopped. And there she is with with Walter White from Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we want to thank Nina for in influencing Jamie Foxx to make one of the best hits of all time, Gold Digger. Oh, um, God. I mean, has Dylan redeemed himself with this? Uh, I think so. He's always been a troll. He's always been a very good troll. He goes, uh, she's right here. It says, uh, she goes, let's get checked. Let's get checked, Logan, as your best man. I advise you to take a kid from her and get checked, brother. Um <laughs> I, I guess she was on the show Ridiculousness, right? Pretty strong. And then okay. and she yeah. says this. Are there any foods that make other of you gag? Um, my gag reflex is pretty strong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have to. <laughs> so <laughs> that's her. He writes interesting. Was um, bragging, right? Yeah. yeah. This is her and some other guy. And then this one he put Logan on their honeymoon. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Yeah, man. <laughs> Oh man, that's the line right there. There's the line he crossed it. Uh, who, I know, who who's this guy? Do you know who this guy is? I guess he's a. 
I don't know who this guy is. I know his face. Yeah, I don't know who it is, but I know his face. Uh, and then it just it just keeps going, right? Like, I mean, he literally, I don't know where he finds all these working overtime. He's got three phones in this picture. <laughs> he has a whole army of fans that are making these for him and sending them to him because yes, I've had the sure. same thing. They send me Brendan Shop stuff every day. Hey, you should post this. You should post this. Like, oh, uh, oh my, oh right. my God. And then according to him, uh, he thanked he saved Logan. Uh, I guess they were at a they were at a club together, and somebody was going to shoot Logan in the head. And Dylan said he knows he has that kind of clout in New York, and Dylan stopped him from getting shot in the head. Um, that's what he said on a podcast last week. Um, uh, no one's getting shot in the head. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, no, sorry, no white celebrities getting shot in the head. It's not uh, happening. Okay, so right Ever. here, so here. Uh, right here. Not about because I said that he's the kind of guy to hang out with his wife's boyfriend. That oh. actually like got him like upset. You call me crime. I get oh. that all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, because that chirp. What that chirp? Yeah. Really? Okay. Where's the one oh, where he's he... gonna? Now he's trying to have me back on. I declined it. So. Okay. That big. Oh, so he's uh, oh, him and Ariel. Here's Chandler Parsons with her. Um, uh, and then he goes. Uh, more naked pictures. So Don Fry, if you're if you're missing this, Dylan Dennis is fighting Logan Paul in a boxing match. And he keeps posting pictures of his Logan Paul's fiance with celebrities, not Nick Cannon's bum ass as well. Um, it just it just keeps going. I mean, he somehow Jeez. found a picture of her. Is that her? Yeah, that's her. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Someone said he must have hacked her phone. Uh, yeah. Well, Alan, half of it you wonder if it is her. You half of them you wonder if that's even her. Like you can't tell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, now I mean, she's being a speech aliens. Yeah. Oh my! Yeah, and then he goes. This one's pretty good. Brooke on Twitter. Brooke in real life. I guess it's Kermit the Frog spreading uh. his ass. <laughs> well, you know what? Here's my theory. My, my theory is that they found out that Nate Diaz got allegedly fifteen million dollars from the pay per view, so they're wow. like doing everything they can to trump it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I mean. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know, how do you think Logan feels? Because it just keeps going. And he wrote, whose 40th birthday is this? The girl's got her tits hanging out. I mean, he goes, uh, it just keeps going. He goes, not the dude from Biodome. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> he, he called out Pauly Shore's least famous Pauly movie Shore. of all time. Uh, <laughs> uh, then, then he put Dylan Dennis's face in there. I mean, I mean, uh, Logan Paul's face in there. And then I don't know who this guy is. It, it just keeps going. It keeps going. Uh, I guess he has an informant on, on on his team. I mean, this is from this is all from today. I, I mean, this is. Oh. It just I don't even know where is he getting all these pictures. He's uh, given several people his password. I'm guessing for <laughs> Instagram or Twitter. There's nobody that gets go, that much time online. Last night he wrote Riff Raff. <laughs> she's making out with Riff. Raff. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then he goes. Well, it, and then he put the betting Logan Paul to call off the wedding. Like he has, oh, the, odds. He has the odds. Whoa! Um, so stupid. This is high quality trolling. I mean, is this the, this might be the best trolling I've ever seen? Not yeah. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely got help from the internet on this one. Oh my god! I mean, Logan Paul must have a lot of haters, right? I mean, now Logan Paul has not responded to one of these, right? 
So what do you do? What do you do if you're Logan Paul, uh, Sean? I would just actually, I, I would probably hire a hitman to kill him. Um, is probably what I would do. But no, um, he. Uh, I assume Logan knows he's not going to fight, so he's not going to give him the attention like it. Uh, he's not going to fight. The, the fight will never happen. It will. Ne there's no. no chance of it ever happening. And no. Dylan Dance does just what uh, Conor McGregor. I heard the other day he's only fought what one time in five years. I didn't realize that four years. Like, and I was like, he's in the news every day. Every time there's UFC, he's the story. You know what I mean, or whatever. But they, uh, I think uh, Dylan has perfected it even more than uh, even more than Madonna or Dennis Rodman or. Connor has to make it all about him when he never fights. So I think he's fought twice. Has he fought twice ever? Like Dylan Davis, I think it's two and zero oh in MMA. I think, I think he might ever. be three and zero. Oh. So here's what he says happened at a party with him and Logan Paul. He came in. He didn't check in, and then he was at he was with the Alex hey. party. So I was like, I'm gonna go. Oh. So I come in with crutches, right? And I have a video, so I, like people think I'm bullshitting. I was on one side of the table, he was on the other side, and he was like all freaked out. He was like shitting his pants. And he came over to the table and he, he was like, you picky promise me you're not going to do anything. <laughs> a picky promise. And I'm on crutches. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So like, we're, we're talking, whatever. And then like that whole shit happened. And he didn't realize like who I am in New York or the connections I have. And like, I stopped him from getting murdered that night. Like, cause they were going to shoot him. Uh, and I was like, I don't want him to die. Like, sure. calm down. And like, after that, he has not come back to New York. <laughs> now, now he's John Gotti. Like now he's John Gotti. He's, he's the guy that, he's running New York. <laughs> Oh, he was shot in the head. Shut up. That's a fantastic extra shit. <laughs> Is there any truth to that story, Sean? What do you think? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, it's probably like one of uh, Joey Diaz's stories. He heard someone's uncle tell the story one time and he made it his own. Like uh, Joey Diaz, I've heard him tell three or four stories that I was told when I was 13 years old by my uncle that was in jail. You know what I mean? So that like uh, happened to him. Like it's, uh, yeah, there's no way. He, uh, he, the fact he can keep a straight face and actually seem like he means it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I'm starting to be a fan of Bill and Dennis. He's winning me over. Uh, Dude, you can't. When, he, when him and Ariel Hawani got into it, I couldn't help but like him. And I hated him before that, but he just kept clowning Ariel and saying, like, like, come on, Ariel, you know I'm the best at 170 or whatever he fights at. And he just kept a straight face the whole time. And Ariel was actually getting mad about it. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, you fought two guys. And he's like, they were both good, though. You know, or whatever. And then at some point, at some point, Ariel goes, "Do you even know the last day or the name of the last day you fought?" Be honest. And Dylan goes, "No, I I couldn't tell you what his name was. Like he just was honest about it, which was awesome." So, uh, yeah. what are your thoughts, Bill, about this guy? I mean, professional troll. I don't think that he. I, I agree. I I think there's no way that he's going to fight Logan Paul. The only question is like, what is he getting? I guess is he getting paid by <laughs> X or Twitter for these? Because you you can get monetized now, right? Just on social media with this shit. Yeah, but so, even even like I know a guy that like is one of the best at this good stuff, and he made like three thousand dollars last month on Twitter, which is you know not chump change, but it's not like gonna you know make yeah. a difference. So, but it's not like unbelievable money. Yeah, yeah. Um, not Don, enough to get your Don, ass kicked over. Don, what would you do <laughs> if uh, Don? What would you do if somebody was doing this about your fiance? I'd fucking hunt him down and fucking get take him for a ride. <laughs> Only Don Fry could say, take him for a ride, and it could be any number of things, none of which are good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now, now, by the way, did you hear um, Dana White talk about you with Mike yes, Tyson? Sir. Yeah, that Dana was White. funny. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about Don Fry, Dana White, and Mike Tyson saying how, how much of a badass you were, and how that guy that wanted to fight said he wanted to step outside. 
right? And you, you said, oh, over there? And then you punched him yeah. by accident, but you were just pointing <laughs> over there. That, yeah, I was just pointing. He got his head in the way. He, you know, he, <laughs> he, he, slipped, he slipped the wrong direction, you know? I like I, that. That should be in a movie. Over there, pop. Now, I, but is that is that kind of the problem with like like because this is hilarious and Dylan Dennis is, is pretty damn funny, but is that one of the problems though that a guy could post nine thousand pictures of your fiance and have no repercussions? Yeah, that is a problem. You know, I mean, Mike Tyson said it himself. You know, that's the problem with the internet is everybody's tough on the internet and they get away with a bunch of bullshit because they they know you know. You're not going to spend the time or money to hunt them down and knock on their door. Yeah. But eventually somebody will. Hmm. And, and eventually they're going to become the victim. Eventually someone like me will, and I'll have to pay a lawyer $5,000 to get me out of trouble for showing up to a guy's right. house and said he was going to kill me. That happened a couple of years ago. So, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, so, exactly. They don't, they don't like it when, uh, you know, I, I had some guy. Couple months ago in uh, Las Vegas, tell me he was going to go to his car and get his gun. I said, "Go, go get it. Get your ass up <laughs> on the seat." Well, yeah. aren't you scared? No, I'm not scared. Get you, go get your fucking gun, you pussy. And he never moved. Now, did you have, did you already have a gun on you? No, no. But if he if he got up, it had been the last movie he ever made. You know. <laughs> he, he forgot he didn't know Don is bulletproof. Someone hadn't told him Don's bulletproof either. Either way, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys are following the process. There's a fucking process to threatening somebody with a gun. You get it first, and then you fucking threaten them. You don't uh, fucking threaten them and then go get the gun. You know, because you never make it to the car. Yeah, you should write a book, wow. Don. Don, you really should write a book. You really should write a book, like how to be a yeah. man. By Don Fry. And Don, then when's the last time you got a fight? When's the last time you fought something like on the streets? Like in life? That guy, that guy at the fight. at the uh, Yeah. yeah at the I don't know, Bill, if you know this. Oh. He went to a UFC event, and he, his fight was 10 times more entertaining than the fight that was in the octagon. I guess he was wearing <laughs> he was wearing a Trump hat, and someone said something to him. And next thing you know, Don just smacked the guy in the face. But keep in mind, Don, two days before that, was like pronounced dead in the hospital. Uh, like his, his like liver was removed. He his his, his, his his like leg was gone. I don't even know how he even got to the fight. Uh, and then next thing I know, he's punching people in like the stands. Uh, but we it weren't allowed. Temporary, temporary insanity. You know, due to the medication. <laughs> now, now, uh, speaking of uh, getting even with trolls, so Natan Levy, who's uh, Israeli, uh, in the UFC, really nice guy, just a just a good dude, like a, just a very patient and uh, a real martial artist, right? So I guess some there was a troll that was talking shit about him being Jewish, and he invited the guy over to his gym, and the guy showed up. Uh, and he posted, <laughs> Always a good idea. Always a yeah, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so he posted the he posted the video on YouTube. Do you guys want to see it? Hell yeah. Sure. yeah. What's up, people? Listen, today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, I'm not talking about a baby, although that's adorable. We're talking about your baby makers. Boom. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensible skin. Trust me. And they deserve products not only skin safe, but also with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's platinum package comes in. 
from razors to shower care. This package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use the code MMA Roasted for 20% off plus free shipping. Listen, Manscaped, I used to have the, the hairiest nuts. It was, it was, it was rough. I mean, girls would go down there, they would choke. Okay. I, I one time I had to go to the hospital. It was just ugh, nothing worse than, you know, in the middle of a, of a BJ, having a, a girl having to like go up and go whoa, 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 and start ripping out hair. It, it's not good. It's, it's, it's bad. It, it, it happens to the best of us. Okay. Some of you uh, friends may be Armenian or Italian or just, just hairier people. All right. Maybe not. But the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is a one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. And that's you. Okay. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. We're all about elite. Okay. The lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer, and weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer feature, propriety advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof. You can shave with less mess. Trust me, you don't want nose hairs and ear hairs. It's not good, okay? You want to get laid? You want to have fun? You want to relax? Check it out. Go to uh, the Platinum Package 4.0. They cover all bases from head to toe and hair to ball fro. Get 20% off and free shipping with the pre with the promo code MMA Roasted at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MMA Roasted. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. So check it out and enjoy everything. All right. So I don't know what this guy was thinking. Like if anybody who was ever in the UFC or Bellator or PFL and you're not a fighter, do not even the college wrestler. Do not show up to the guy's gym. It, it's never going to work out well. Like, have we ever seen any one of these videos where the the bully wins? Or, or oh, no, never. <laughs> All right, but, but here's what happened. Nixon's point that's coming. So uh, Nick Fuentes is the leader of America. So he likes Nick Fuentes, right? I fucking hate women. Like I just do. It's not a joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on furthering Christian values in the United States. We started talking on Twitter, right? Yeah, no, I was uh, just messing around. Yeah. Oh, you were messing around? Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm not an able person. I'm not. I love everybody. You know. First impression of seeing Ben in the gym. We got white boots, Why are we talking about Jews? Uh, are we depending on Nicholas Fuentes? Uh, well, I think because of what he says is right. I mean, you can layer that behind a mask. That and he's a nice doll about it. Uh, I think it's more revisionist. So, you know, not all. So he says he denied the Holocaust. <laughs> more of a revisionist. He's a revisionist. That's much better than a denier. I mean, what yeah. What does that even mean? Like, What I mean, a fucking moron. How can you deny? You know what? When um, Eisenhower uh, freed the people, he said, take videos of this because sure shooting, someday somebody's going to deny it. And we have You're videos right. of of all the bodies. You know, it, that was the most despicable thing ever happened to you know anybody on, on, on the planet. And and you got idiots like this denying it. You know, you, when you have film footage. Yeah, he's a, he's a revisionist, right? Okay, there'd be like numbers that might you know have been different over the years. He looks like a fucking uh, fat side Joe Bob. He's explicitly praised Hitler. You don't know? I uh, Can I give you a clue? I mean, they say six million. He says Jewish people should not be allowed to participate in the U.S. government. Six million number. 
it puts more faces to the name. Because a lot of people know uh, people there are faces to the names. That's true. Yes. Basically, we're having something like Taliban rule in America in a good way. Nick Fuente is on is on the line. We talked enough. I think let's uh, start sparring. That's what he came for. He drove all the way. Let's go to the cage. First of all, I, you know, I, you I, got I, people in Berkeley. You got people in Berkeley. You know, saying no Jewish area. You know, it's fucking insane and actually depressing what's going on in this fucking country right now. You know, I think we should get more MMA professors. Uh, like, I think that that would be a great way to teach. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> UFC fighters. <laughs> and they go, I, that didn't happen. And then, uh, you know, slavery was a good thing. And then you have to, like, spar in Ghana or something. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, our uh, good uh, my little brother here is got a troll. I hate trolls. Just make sure after this you post the uh, the time, you post the uh, DM. I want to see how honest we're being. Well, I'm all respect. It's all respect. Well, I'm taking as many rounds as we feel like. I am uh, primarily a striker. I said I did uh, karate, taekwondo, mixed with it for eight years. I uh, got my. Blood. As soon as someone says he, he looks, looks like he looks like he's primarily a striker to look at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I call him my son. <laughs> karate and taekwondo for eight years, and I'm a black belt. Okay. Black belt. Yeah. I've never done a five minute round before, but the UFC four. I mean, how do you get a black belt and never do a five minute round? Like what? <laughs> you did some bullshit like paying. Taekwondo. I mean, go on. Yeah. you keep you keep buying belts, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, sir. Okay, you just trying to wait for me? Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. That's all. Fucking Ray Seppo. If if you've never had a chance to see Ray Seppo spar, you should you should watch that. I saw him sparring with Forrest Griffin and carried a conversation on with me while beating Forrest Griffin's ass. Like, he, we were having a regular conversation while he was hitting Forrest Griffin at will and dodging every punch, and he wasn't even watching him. Like, he said, they're looking, talking to me, and hitting Forrest Griffin with jabs at will. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I saw Ben Henderson talking to his wife to get groceries while beating, yeah. up, beating someone up and telling him, oh, you got to pick the kids up from blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, good, you know, Twitter is yeah. in real life, but hey, we're in real life now, and, you know, it'll be fun, you know? You know, it's just... Uh... A kid, probably a dumb kid, uh, <laughs> hurt him too bad. But you know, this has to be taught here about uh, trolling. Education is painful sometimes. Yes, education is painful sometimes. I mean, like that. Is that that's got to be that should be on the, like every college. Like that that's a better lesson than anything I've ever like. That should be on a T-shirt. Educa education is painful. Everything mm. that I've ever fucking learned in life, where that stuck with me. Has been from failing, <laughs> and, from, yeah. and from pain. And you know what? This, this video might be the origin for a supervillain, though. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a fucking. But the guy looks kind of Jewish, to be honest. I mean, for for being for being totally like, you know, he's <laughs> retarded. He's a classic case of fuck around and find out. All right, here we go. Got him down. Come on, 
go, Ben. Go, Ben. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm Make him squeal. <laughs> God damn, deliver it. Squeal like a pig, boy. Squeal like a pig. So it's not over. Hold on. Then he gets it on. Crowd, all my teammates uh, rooting for me. <laughs> Heavy on the body, Nathan. <laughs> Do it again. Let's go, Ben. Nathan, give Come on, Ben. Nathan, pig belly. Forty seconds. Give him a pig belly. Give him a pig belly. Pig belly. Rikishi. Rikishi. Keep going. No, no, sorry. Shut up. Get out, get out. Get up. Oh no! Oh no! Get up, get up. Five seconds finishing me. Oh, that's it. Pick down. Pick down. One more round. Oh. One more round. <laughs> okay. He's a real deal. I knew he was a real deal coming in. Six million Jews were killed in the Holocaust. <laughs> that proves it. <laughs> I think that just goes to show what happens when you take an elite striker out of his comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. If he'd only worked on his jujitsu, he would have been fine. Oh. And Holocaust uh, wouldn't have happened. If, he, if, only, if only he had trained harder on the ground, the six million if Jews If only he could mount escape, the Jews wouldn't have died in the Holocaust. Right. I mean, what did he think was going to happen there? Like, what? That's how stupid people are. They fucking, they buy this bullshit martial arts stuff from other other styles, which really have no way of being proven as being uh, essential or, or even, you know, or functional because they train not to fight. Instead of training to fight, they train not to fight. Uh, bullshit. That's the dumbest fucking thing I ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh tall steve yo sorry about with, that you're here with mccorkle you're here with don fry bill dawes tall steve what's going on i got the whole crew here i'm sorry about that guys i lost track of time uh, it's okay man it's okay it's okay uh tall steve's coming off unfortunately his first loss in bellator uh but it looked like you didn't get hurt it looked like no he, he took you down that's all he was taking down yeah. How are you dealing yeah. with this? Um, I mean, a little bump, bummed out, but, you know, I'm going to take a little break, get back to the drawing board, do everything I can do. So how do you lose on points? Yeah. Yeah, every single round, uh, Tall Steve was ready to go, and this guy, they want no piece of his striking. He All he did was take him down. Did you Lay know his was, was, was going to be that good or no? Um, I mean, I knew it would be good, but... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I just made some just made some mistakes, and 
Um, and the, and the hats off to my opponent. Obviously, I just, he was a better guy that night. What are you gonna do? Yeah, but he didn't like he, he didn't hurt you. He he just laid on you. Uh, yeah. Did you get a plan B afterwards, or did you train harder? <laughs> I had my dad come in. Luckily. Uh, uh, now, did, did you did you have guys in your camp that were like legit wrestler wrestlers? Yeah, I did. And I mean, um, everybody, I I I did a really good job the whole camp of getting up off the bottom of of sweeping and submitting from my back. It just it's just one of those nights, you know. It happens, man. Hey, listen, what, what do you know? 14 and one. Ten and one, yeah. Ten and one. That first loss must be. I've never like competed so, but like that first loss must be a tough pill, huh? Yeah, it sucks. But I mean, it's also a thing where it's like everybody, all the best fighters that I know have at least one or two, and it's you know you, all the pressure is staying undefeated, and like every fight you ride into, you ride into those fights. I'll be honest, it's not nice. It's not even really. I can't really say it's good, but it is a little bit like. It, it's nice to know that even after. I lost a fight. My friends still want to have me on their podcast. My kids want to still want to see me when I come home. You know, my my fiance is still happy to see me. Had 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 dinner plans whenever I got back. It's you know, it's very like very refreshing. Also, I mean, even if you did get knocked out, that would be like be horrible. But it wasn't like you got dominated. You just got t- you just got out wrestled. You well, know? I got dominated, but yeah, you're you're right. Knocked out, cool. Yeah, you didn't get knocked out. It didn't seem like you even got hurt. It just seemed like you were like, "Fuck, this guy's in on me." And it's hard because you're six foot nine, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And like, like you said, I I've had wins where I came out of the cage feeling like I'm gonna fall apart. This one was just just a bad if, night to go. If you could run it back right now, what would you do differently? I would just uh, have a little bit more fun with it. Make it a little bit more of like, uh, I got married to like walking in and clinching with them and kneeing them. If I if I could do it differently, I'd probably play a little bit more of like a traditional kickboxing range kind of thing. Don, what should he do? Don Fry. Ah, shit, buddy. Uh, who's your trainer? Uh, I'm down at Killcliffe. So Henry Hoof, uh, Greg Jones, those guys. Yeah. I'll tell them to write up a new fucking game plan for you. you know? <laughs> either, they fuck, either they fucked up or you fucked up. You know, one of them. I'll take that. That was my bad. I'll take. I'll take the. There I'll you, take the full. There you go. Well, there you go, man. That's solid. That's fucking solid. But then All right, you well, got to kick yourself in the ass, and you got to get. You know, you got to work twice as hard now. You know, here's, here's you, my owe, advice. you owe it. You owe it to your fucking team to straighten your shit up and, and come back and win. You owe them a win. Well, tell Steve. Here's my advice from someone who's never fought before and has actually no uh, reason to give you advice. Just lower your stance a little bit. It just seemed like he, he was just giving him. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like you were just giving him too much, too much spaces to shoot. If yeah, only maybe. you were shorter, Steve, you would have won. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't wear shoes so you're a little bit lower. Fight on your knees. <laughs> Sean, did everything shape your house? I heard about yesterday. What is it? Did everything shape up with your house? Okay, I heard you like got flooded or something like that. My house. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I kind of made up an excuse that there was flooding in your house because uh, I, I, I kind of lied about that. No, oh, he did have kind of lied. No, you did guys that were late or something, right, Sean? Yeah, no, I had guys here putting in a wood burning stove, and they were two hours late getting here, and then they would not leave. He kept saying it'll be about thirty more minutes. I was like, okay, I got some stuff I got to do, and then he like was 
Actually, I was telling him stories about the UFC and stuff, which he said. Oh, yeah. I kind of changed that to your house right. got flooded. So that way everyone would get oh. yeah, <laughs> you, you might, you might want to let, <laughs> let me know in the future when my house gets flooded because he, he had me worried for a second. I was like, did something happen to my house? Like, I thought. Well, listen, know. the whole Bellator event was pretty cool. So in case you guys missed it, um, Jordan Oliver, who is an Olympian wrestler and a three-time national champion, was on the prelims. Was the first fight of the night on YouTube, I, which Bellator is doing a great job marketing this guy. Um, okay. He did it. He did good though. He actually won in thirty seconds. And then uh, Logan Storley, who everyone usually says is like boring and blah blah, he beat this shit out of Brandon Ward. But I felt bad because these Bellator announcers, and I, I, I happen to like uh, you know Morrow and and uh, Big John, but they were like Brandon Ward took four years off because. He had a drug problem. He had a substance problem. All they kept talking about was his drug problem. And then you end up like, <laughs> and then he gets to shipping out of a bird. <laughs> like, okay. well, I wish I didn't have to know about his drug problem before watching him get his ass kicked. Uh, but see, wasn't that kind of weird? Yeah, but I mean, here we are now wondering why. I, I don't I don't like to complain about Bellator, especially especially the people that like I work with every day. But it is one of those things where it's now we wonder why they have to get sold off. <laughs> I know. Are you guys getting is the PFL buying you? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And then, um, and like I said, I'm not chalking shit so much as I am agreeing with you. Just saying, like, yeah, I wonder. I wonder why they did structure the card the way that that it was. And like, uh, I mean, yeah, Brennan Ward. I, I really wish they were a little bit more positive about all the stuff that was going on. Yeah, all they kept talking about was his like drug. Like you think he got out of rehab yesterday. And like walk into the fight, it, it was so fucking bizarre. Um, yeah. But yes, that that was, and then John Dodson won in 14 seconds. By the way, he's now the bare knuckle boxing champion. Uh, he's he's killing it in bare knuckle boxing, um, uh, which is pretty cool. So the fights this week, I'm actually excited about this fight: Aljamain Sterling versus O'Malley because I don't know who's going to win. Um, not that even if I knew who I thought was going to win, it would matter, but. I keep going back and forth. I got to think that O'Malley hits so fucking hard, but people don't expect it. And what's the name has to know going into it that this guy hits really hard. So I have to, I, it's not like a, it's not going to surprise anybody. But if you look at the guys O'Malley beat, he really hasn't, except for Peter Young, which I thought he lost. He's kind of been beating guys on their way down. You know, the Eddie Winelands of the world or guys that are, whereas, Aljamain has been fighting a murderer's row. So I, I got to yeah. think Aljamain wins this fight. Uh, Don, who do you think wins this fight? Oh, I, I go with Aljamain. He got my respect now. When he whooped Sehoro's ass the other, the other month, man. I mean, uh, first I, I I thought he was a crying champion, you know. And uh, now now he, he, he really earned the championship. Man. That was a hell of a, hell of a fight he, he put on. Paul Steve? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Aljamain there. Like you said, I think O'Malley is really good, and I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility that he wins. But I definitely got to go with Aljamain there. Sean, I think with both of them having lost to Peter Jan, but gotten the gotten the decision anyway, it's kind of tough to call. But uh, I would say, yeah, Aljamain. I sure hope I want them both to lose. So um, I just want Aljamain to lose a little bit less that I want uh, O'Malley to lose because he's delusional, which you have to be about your fighting ability uh, to be good, I guess. But, uh, yeah, he's a little bit delusional about how good he is. So, uh, Bill? Well, I mean, Vegas, the odds must be pretty good, right? They must be pretty good for Sterling, right? 
So I would definitely bet for O'Malley in Vegas, but personally, probably yes. You know, I, now, O'Malley in Vegas, but certainly in real life. I kind of liked O'Malley a lot better before he became famous. Like before he was like younger and he was doing the podcast and responding back to me uh, and coming to my show. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty awesome. And then all he's of a sudden, not answering your calls. Yeah. Then he got <laughs> yeah. Came. Once he got now a, he's a shitty fighter. Once he got a Takashi six nine tattoo. I started to wonder what is this guy doing? <laughs> you know, if we really want to know who went, it's pretty easy. Just hit up James Krause. I'm sure he's got the inside scoop on who's hurt and who's not and whoever he's putting his money on. There was an announcement yesterday. They announced it that James Krause is off the roster for the UFC. But yesterday, I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. hey, <laughs> that's how tough UFC contracts are. They'll still keep you while you're under federal indictment for gambling charges. Like you're not fighting anywhere else. But, uh, yep. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this one. I really am because I don't know who wins um, this fight. And I hope Aljamain wins. Aljamain, he, he's already says he's back up to 150. Um, he weighed in at 135 today. I mean, he's a bigger guy. He's fucking huge. And he's ripped. Yeah. But O'Malley's tall, too. I, like, they're just both tall, awkward. They're both awkward fighters. When two awkward fighters... Fight it like it's like you and Steven Struve was having Struve in the, in the in the gym. Tall Steve, how uh, how how do those sparring sessions go? Oh, uh, you know, a lot of uh, long, lanky, nasty action going on. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Steve's two inches shorter than him, so he doesn't have to get low. So he usually dominates. I heard yeah. like that lower uh, center of gravity. We threw a bunch of dry spaghetti, a bunch of dry spaghetti air. <laughs> you know, I've got a funny stuff and Stroop story if you want to hear it real quick when I was going to fight him. Um, can, are you, can you hear me? My microphone sounded weird. Anyway, yeah. I'm getting ready to fight Steph and Stroop. I'm talking trash. He won't say anything back. And so allegedly, he told me this after the fight. Like, I just keep going and I keep saying stuff. Every day was the rumor of the day about Steph and Stroop. Like, Stroop couldn't make a Korean wife submit. Stroop couldn't just, you know, on and on. Just every day, something about Nike gave him his own wooden shoe line because he's from Sweden or something, you know, yeah. whatever. So on and on. And so um, I guess he was showing Vladimir Matashenko, one of Don's cohorts back in the day, the old school guys. He's like a second father to Struve. I guess he was showing him the stuff I was saying. And Matashenko's like, I rate about it, man. Like, he's like, I can't believe he's so disrespectful. He's a Russian dude. You don't do this. And then he gets, says, Stephen Struve's favorite pre-fight meal is macaroni and dick. And uh, <laughs> Vladimir Matashenko, someone translates it for him. And he starts laughing so hard. That like Stephen Struve left the gym, like slammed the stuff down and left the gym because even Matashenko said that's a good one, like that's a funny joke, like or whatever. And Struve said Struve said he'd go to the mall over there and people would yell out macaroni and dick, like as he was walking, oh you know, whatever, like that, like out in the crowd or whatever. So I thought that, that was is hilarious. hilarious. I I loved Stephen Struve. He might have had the uh, the worst fight IQ. I, I I've never seen a guy who's seven foot seven not use his reach. And fights before, it was like <laughs> yeah. it was, but he's a, he's a good dude. Now Amanda he's Lemos awesome. is fighting uh, Zhang Welly. Lemos, they said she was when she got popped for steroids. She was a motorcycle taxi driver in Brazil, um, and then fell off the motorcycle taxi. Who would go on a motorcycle taxi in Brazil? Like what type? With a woman. <laughs> With a woman, With a woman exactly. <laughs> I can't think of a worse place to go. I mean, a mo I mean, there's gonna be no insurance if you fall off that motorcycle taxi, right? I mean, that's there's gotta be. <laughs> that's uh, and then Chris Weidman is on the fight. Chris Weidman um, is fighting uh, 
Well, who's he fighting? He's fighting uh Brad, what's his face? The Hawaiian Hawaiian, uh Brad, Brad, uh Brad Tavares. And yes. uh Wyman says he feels very disrespected depending on the undercard. He's gonna show everybody. I mean, it is kind of weird to have my undercard. Well, they did that to Cowboy Cerrone, remember? When uh, when uh, Joe Silva stopped booking and he had the, first, the booker's first match, they had Cowboy Cerrone open up the fucking card, you know, on the, on the undercard, and now they just put him in the fucking Hall of Fame. I mean, gone. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but like, but Cerrone was never even, but he was never the champion, though. I mean, Wyman was the champion. I right. Mean, it was just... Fucking crazy. Uh, how's everything going? By the way, uh, Tall Steve, you look very depressed. Is everything okay, man? <laughs> Good. You're, you're doing great. You lost a fight, but it's okay, man. First of all. Dude, that, uh, that first one is tough, man. I know how he feels. It. it uh, the best advice anybody gave me was Monty Cox, my agent, told me you were not a worse fighter now that you lost than you were before the fight. Like, just because you lost doesn't mean you're worse than you were going in. You know, he said he just, everybody gets beat in the sport. But it took, man, it hurt. Yeah, that one, that one hurt, man. Like that one, like when I lost it, especially because it was a co-main event, and everybody couldn't wait for me to lose. So, like, uh, they were real happy I lost. And unlike Tall Steve, my family hated me, and my children <laughs> didn't talk to me, and uh, all my support system like lost. I went from being a hero on the underground to every. I could not say a word on the underground with being like, at least I didn't get beat up by Stephen Strew. Like everything I said, like all right, like but, it's been but six at least years. You were an guys. athlete. Tall Steve had no athletic ability. He was a like a finance guy who walked into a jujitsu class to lose weight because he needed to get some kind of pussy. And then within three years, he Boy, was ranked you're just really making him feel better, aren't you? Within three <laughs> years, he was ranked number three in Bellator. I mean, Luke Rockhold wouldn't even spar with him. They, they, they were like, they were calling him loser. They were calling him an ogre. Like, like nobody liked him. And, and now look how far you've come, man. Like, you have zero ab athletic ability, and you're one of the best in the world. Like, that's got to feel better. That whole story got more and more and more wrong as it went on. <laughs> God, don't, don't go kill yourself now. Sure. That's what first Adam that, was like, you know, the Holocaust didn't happen. That's how true that story was. <laughs> he started throwing, throwing in things. Know, uh, see, never had. You weren't a finance guy who started training at like 20? Fuck no. I was a, I was a high school student. Okay. <laughs> high school student. Okay, but you took a kick. Right, but you weren't like, you were not like athletic, right? Uh, I mean, I didn't have an athletic background. I think I, I think I'm kind of athletic. I don't think I'm, I'm not Michael Jordan, but right. But you came in and and, and they kicked you out of the gym, and no one wanted to train with you. And and, and now look oh. how good you are. You're the team captain. Uh, so. I don't know about nobody. The reason why I stuck around was because I fit in with the team so well. Oh, all right. I'm just saying. Like, did your house flood at any point during that training? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had to stay at the gym because my house flooded at And now you got a, and your fiance is super hot. You got an adorable kid. You got a house. Everyone loves you over at the uh, at Black Zillions or whatever they're called now. Um, and the first, hey, the first time I met Luke Rockhold, I was like, let's roll. So that, that part's oh. not true either. Well, wasn't he mad at you or something? <laughs> Didn't he pick on you? Yeah. So, no, the famously Rockhold and I, if, if, if there was ever a quote unquote tipping point, one time he he wanted to roll and uh we we're doing get up drills right so he was on top of me in closed guard and i stood up like twice in a row back to back within like a minute of each other right so one on the third time that i got up he jumped on me right so i turned around and he had my back i thought the, the go was over and i was gonna reset but he jumped on my back 
And he like pulled me on top of him. And like, as I was like going down on top of him, I cut the turn in and my elbow came down and whacked him in the nose and broke his nose. Uh, so that was like the closest we ever had to like a, whatever had fall. I mean, he would pick on me for sure, but it was mostly just harm. You know, he'd yell at me from across the gym for no reason. And I'd be like, okay, dude, whatever. But this, this one time was the, like the closest we ever had to like a uh, quote unquote, uh, like came to blow and even that it was just an accident like i was like i don't know what you want me to do dude like i thought we were done you pulled me on top of you and then he hurt his nose and, and then he told henry and henry was like yeah look dude accidents happen i don't even want me to tell you but luke was super upset about it and you know whatever well, rock holds a poster boy for like not taking mushrooms because since he started taking <laughs> mushrooms right him and rashad evans are, are, are like the mushroom heads now right they're just like the, the mario yeah. buddy. and since he started taking mushrooms he fought Mike Perry in bare knuckle boxing, and then he stopped when he got punched in the face because he's like, uh, "My tooth fell out." Fight's over. Yeah. Uh, and now he's he's grappling against Craig Jones. <laughs> like he signed up for a grappling match against the best guy in the world. Um, yeah. And I love Rockhold, but I don't know how the, well this is going to go. I mean, I guess it's grappling, so he can't get hurt. Hurt. But what do you think, Tall Steve? Uh. I I mean, Luke Rohold is a grappler is kind of where I like him the most in terms of like singled yeah. out ability. Um, if Nikki Rodriguez couldn't do anything to him, I, I'm not sure what Craig Jones's chances are. I mean, Wait, Nick, don't get me Nikki Rod couldn't 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 tap Luke. No, didn't even take him down. I don't. I took him down one time, I think, but then they ended up back on their feet. I mean, Nikki Rod's I, respectively the best at his weight in the world outside of you know uh, Gordon Ryan. So no, I really like uh, I really like. Luke Good. Rockhold's chances. I hope, he, I hope he wins. I happen to love Luke Rockhold. He's a. I mean, so so. I mean, in keeping with that, yeah, Craig Jones is a beast and like the best, in the one of the best in the world for a reason. But I really like Luke's chances there. Me really. too. I, I'm just. In spite, of, in spite of all the shit that I talk about him, I really yes. do like Luke's grappling ability. I I hope he wins. I I, I honestly really do. Um. So uh, what I else? I, I like it. So now, by the way, I don't, have you guys heard about Israeli fight night? Um, I thought that was every night over there. Oh man! <laughs> so uh, they're having Israeli fight night, by the way. Um, and it's uh, let's see if I can read. This. Please tell me it's not Arabs versus Israelis exclusively, because that's what that looks like. Um, hold on, how do I? Oh, wow. So it says, "Oh man, I got to find my uh, thing because." I could, I could, I could translate it. It's uh Node Lahat against Alba Morales, Luke Rockhold versus <laughs> in grappling. So I guess they're fighting in, in Israel, or they're grappling. I like how you translated the English part. Let me translate <laughs> translate this: Luke Rockhold versus Craig Jones. <laughs> no, hold on. It's actually pretty funny. Whoever whoever writes these things is like they're hilarious. So um, Israel dot fight night. That's funny, by the way. Mm. Every night. So, um, yeah, so Node used to be in the UFC. I think he was in Bellator. He's, he happens to be a really good guy. Um, and Albert Morales, I'm pretty sure, is a good is a good fighter. Uh, Israel Fight Night. Why, why can't I find this? Uh, you know what's funny is the way they wrote that poster. Johnny Hollywood Case is fighting Loe Sakas, and it looks like Craig Jones' fight name is Grappling. It's like so, Luke Rockhold versus Craig Jones Grappling. Grand Slams. No hitters and double plays are back. That's right. And there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, 
America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? If I'm going to bet, I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose. How great is that? Okay, visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. Gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GamesenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. You want to bet? That's where you go. I'll see translation. All right, here we go. So he goes, uh, so it says, uh, translation, because it's, it's, it's in Hebrew. He goes, uh, uh, bringing you amazing fights that will knock you out. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest MMA event of the year, Israel versus abroad, is real soon here. So here are the stars that will appear in the very difficult central battles that are waiting for them. <laughs> uh, Luke Rockhold versus Craig Jones Johnny Case is kickboxing Albert Morales is fighting Destin for Passion I guess that's his name De- Destin hmm. for Passion I guess that's no that, that's his I don't, all fighters are <laughs> striving to get to the UFC with madness in the eyes to go for the epic title of the biggest MMA event of the year where in Peace Arena in Jerusalem so hmm. uh <laughs> The, the irony of an arena in Jerusalem being called peace—that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot going on here. Uh, but I will watch and uh, I will support this, uh, whatever this is. Uh, Don Fry got kicked out of the thing. I don't know where Don Fry went. Um, <laughs> I think he, I think he, he, I think Don had enough. Um, so <laughs> he's uh, probably busy thinking of more things to demotivate Tall Steve. Like, what can I say that will make him feel even worse? <laughs> Uh, Tall Steve knows I love him. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, and his fiance. I thought you guys were getting married. What, what happened? When, when, when's the wedding? Uh, I mean, we have a house, an engagement ring, and a kid, man. We're married. <laughs> we, uh, we don't have one scheduled. Okay. You're leaving? Okay. Isn't your kid like 20 now already? Uh, hurry up. She's two. She's two. Got it. Okay. So, uh, Close. Amanda Lemos. Oh, she's 20. With us, right? Yes, uh, Neil Magny is fighting Ian Machado Gary, right? So this guy Ian is undefeated. He's from I think from Ireland. They're calling him like a knockoff McGregor. So this got really heated yesterday because Ian Ga- Neil Magny, who's normally the nicest guy ever, so he says I'm going to beat him worse than I do my kids, right? 
Mm. Uh, which people got very upset about that because they're like, why is he beating his kids? Uh, which I, I don't think Neil Magny beats his kids, right? I actually wrote a joke and I tried to ask Neil if it was okay if I wrote this. I go, Neil, is it okay if I go, Neil Magny does not beat his kids? He never even met them. Um, but then Neil, <laughs> Neil said, uh, Neil said, please do not make that joke. So I, I did not, I'm not making it. Uh, but I thought it was kind of funny. Um, <laughs> You're so, not making it stuff on your podcast. Yeah, my podcast. <laughs> we get a lot less people. I happen to love Neil Magny. The guy's a military vet. Great guy. I hope he beats Ian Gary. Uh, the, the, the press conference got really heated. What do you think about this whole thing, Steve? Um, yeah, I've, I've only ever heard good things about Neil Magny. Um, and, uh, Ian Gary's, you know, my teammate or whatever. I don't know. Like, I, I think it's much ado about nothing. Neil McGee, uh, Neil Maggie just made like a, made a, a joke in poor taste that a lot of people took the wrong way because you can't make a joke about anything these days. And, uh, Ian Gary just happened to jump on it. I'll play what was the joke? I didn't see it. He, it was something along the lines of like, I'm going to bend him over my knee and beat him like he's one of my kids whenever they step out of line oh. or something. Yeah. Well, if his kids are well-behaved, then maybe it's working. So. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, we do not support beating kids on this podcast, <laughs> so I don't have to edit this out. Um, now, so here's what happened at the press conference yesterday. Uh, Sean? We got it. Sure, cool. Right, Keep talking. I'll fucking talk all day long on Saturday night. I'll jab you in the mouth and I'll break that fucking nose. I guarantee you won't. I guarantee I will slap the fuck out of you. Do it. Man. I guarantee mate, you. Mate, I you guarantee get people you. like fucking everybody. You're going to try to get shit out of a boring fight. Which one do you want? I guarantee you. Mate, what are you going to do? You're going to put me up to the cage. You're going to try clinch. You're going to have a boar fest. Guarantee it. I guarantee it. Guarantee what? You're getting your ass whooped. I guarantee it. Wait till Who's ass have you ever whooped? They got in your training work to try to beat me. That's bro. That's for what, bro? <laughs> you took this guy on seven days. I got a long lanky on I'm going to whoop your fucking ass. All right. So, um, I thought Neil Magny was from Atlanta. Does he have an accent? Like, what is, is he not American or is he just doing that accent? No, he, um, he, he trains in, in like Colorado. That's uh, what, but he had an accent there, didn't he? Uh, maybe it's the clone. Uh, Steve, so Ian Garage, your uh, teammate? Uh, yeah, he, he does camps with us sometimes, yeah. Is he, is, he, is he a nice guy? Is he normally like this? Is he amping it up? Yeah, What's... He's generally really cool. But yeah, that, that looked really heated. I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was weird. That was oddly hostile, like even for even for a press conference, you know? I mean, what what's going to happen in, in this? How, how good is Ian Gary? Uh, Ian Gary is very good. Um, and the, I don't know, but I, I mean, I'm not the, I'm not the type to, you heard it there. I think if, uh, Neil Magny wins, it's because he got his paws on him and he, and he pins him somewhere. But, uh, you know, I like Ian Gary in that fight. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, so, so if like, you don't like someone, one of your teammates, what do you say when someone asks you about them? I say, I fucking love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which means more or less he hates Luke Rockle. Yeah, I'm right. just saying how great he is. Luke Rock is one of those guys you can't help but love. No, I think in Luke, I think in Luke's defense, he was. I know that uh, Kane Velasquez and Daniel Cormier tortured him when he started in MMA, at least at their gym at AKA. I heard they absolutely just tortured him with hazing and beating the hell out of him. So I'm sure he was just giving it some of it back to the new guy when you started. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do. Even in spite of all the. 
the whatever the commotion has gone between Rock Hold over the years. I do I do really like and respect the guy. Of course. No, he, he's a little he's bit, a bit more a little bit more respect than like, but <laughs> you know, if I was as good looking as him, I would quit if I wanted my teeth got knocked out too, dude. Like I really would. Like if you're that good looking when your teeth get knocked out, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'll I'll quit. That's a, if you got all your teeth chipped and knocked out, I'd be like, all right, look, like I can't keep fighting like this. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know I heard this rumor the other day, and it's true, I guess. Brendan Schaub gave himself cauliflower ear at the beginning of his career with a pair of pliers. Because he wanted to look like a fighter. No, somebody that somebody told me that that he wanted he wanted to look like a fighter, so he like used some pliers and squeezed his ear over and over until he had cauliflower ear. So that's true. That's what I heard. I really did hear that. That's that is ridiculous. So uh, Cody Gibson, <laughs> by the way, who made the finals on the Ultimate Fighter, he's a guy that was in the UFC. He got cut. He didn't have a good run in the beginning. He was like. A teacher, he went back to teaching. He was campaigning door to door for Bernie Sanders. I mean, this is what he was doing. And then he's on the oh. ultimate fighter now. He's now in the finals, which is damn awesome. He he actually, you know, he was boxing. <laughs> he was doing all kinds of weird, weird things, but uh super happy for him because there's a guy that was down and out, down and out. He says that Connor McGregor is not his favorite person after being having Connor as one of his coaches. Uh, it's probably the nicest thing I would say about McGregor when you're putting him down, but uh, <laughs> I mean, not my favorite person, uh, you know. Um, McGregor says he's coming back in December, but they they figured out the math that he would have to get a USADA exemption. If that happens, Dustin Poirier said USADA is a big joke because how is the, how are they gonna let this happen? And yeah. uh, any thoughts on that, Steve? I feel like uh, a lot of these guys are getting USADA exemptions. It's not the first time we've seen something like that. And I'm not even talking about, like, in a high-profile case. I'm saying we've, we've seen dudes skirt the skirt the rule for that. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm also of the mindset, too, that if, if uh, Michael Chandler agrees to it, then why not? Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm- yeah, Michael Chandler, I have no doubt he'll fight a McGregor on steroids for $5 million because – uh, like I would, but um, no, it's a man. If you knew, if guys really knew, and I know from people that know, there you saw us caught several guys, but they weren't going to cancel the UFC wasn't going to cancel a card in Abu Dhabi because some guy tested positive. So they're like, oh yeah, well we'll do some more research on that. You saw it, and we're the one paying you, you know. So yeah, um, yeah, it happens all the time. There's the big stars don't pass. They just like the picogram thing. Like I'm sure he ate some kangaroo meat, and I tell John Jones had steroids in his system. That's why he looks like shit physically now. But didn't before, you know. Steve, has Bellator ever tested you? Uh, yes, once. Once in was, once in ten fights. Well, a year ago. No, I fought for Bellator. Um, what eight eight times? <laughs> and um, yeah, they tested me a year ago. It wasn't Bellator; it's the commission. I mean, how are we? I mean, what are we doing here? Um, like steroids. I just <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was doing. <laughs> we, we saw a picture of him in the thumbnail there. Brock Lesnar got the exemption against Mark Hunt, and that, like, yeah. almost as quickly as it came up, it went away. <sighs> Aren't sports better with steroids? Aren't they just more fun? Um. All right. Well, probably. I mean, in some ways. But there's a video now of Tank Abbott falling down in Hawaii. Have you guys seen this? No. So, um, Tank, so Tank Abbott was a guest. I feel like that's not Tank Abbott. No, that's not Tank Abbott. Tank Abbott showed up to this event, right? And they brought him in the middle of the fight. They brought him in there. 
So this story Let's happened September 7th, 1999, during what some call the greatest one-night heavyweight tournament ever. Josh Barnett, <laughs> Rico Rodriguez, Heath Herring, Bobby Hoffman, Travis Fulton, John Marsh, upcoming young superstars. Between the second and third round of the Bobby Hoffman-Heath Herring fight, I decide to announce to the crowd that Tank Abbott is in the building. What I wasn't aware of is he was three quarters deep into a liter of vodka. Before I know it, he's climbing in the ring. And I'm thinking to myself, did I get security? No, Tank, no, 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 no. So this is in the, during the fight. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Tank. <laughs> Sit down now. He wants to ref. <laughs> 10 seconds good to see money doesn't change you tank <laughs> I love how we're breaking MMA news from 1999 <laughs> 24 years ago that was on my yeah. TikTok but come on that's pretty damn funny like who's that's I great. like <laughs> I wish that happened no. now Sounds like it was Tank Abbott's idea. <laughs> like, yeah. like he just comes in, tries to ref, and then starts yelling shit. I don't know, man. Those are the those are the glory days. Those those, those, are, the, those are the best of times, the worst of times. Um, so, uh, also uh, on the fight coming up, uh, we have Damon Blackshear against Mario Batista. I think Damon Damon's the guy that tried to like uh, fuck face the guy with his cup. Remember the guy? I, I wasn't that him. Is that the same guy that? Oh no, is that him? No, no, no. Oh, he's a one forty-five pounder who fought last week. He's the guy that won by Twister last week, and he's fighting again. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Replacing he, Cody. Did he just not go home? Like what? They just is he is he one of your teammates too? He used to train with us a long time ago. And they're just letting. So did you see that uh, Bill used to fight last week? Which wait, which fight? I always get him and Dontel Mays confused because it's Damon. Yeah. Oh, no, I, is it because they're both black? Is it that the real reason? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They look so much alike. Uh, but yeah. So he's. I. I mean, he got won by Twister last week, and he's fighting again this week. Uh, I mean, I, I would love to see that because I haven't seen an MMA fight decided by Twister in like ten years. Yeah, it was pretty damn awesome. <laughs> I haven't seen MMA fighting in Twister since I got in a fight playing Twister in elementary school. <laughs> After that, do you want to go to uh, my little town? <laughs> mommy went. To, mommy had to go to your school to meet your teacher, your new teacher. But I'm almost done with this. I'm gonna go to my little town. Okay, high five. Do you want to say hi to everybody? Let's right. go. So, uh, uh, yes. So we got that. Uh, I didn't know you owned a town. Now it huh. really is. And what they say about you Jews really is true. This Take is it great. over towns. Yeah, thank you. That's what that's what that's what you say. Uh, <laughs> and then the guy who Natan Levy beat up. Um, uh, Andrea Lee <laughs> is fighting. Andrea Lee, she's the one that was dating that guy who's her trainer who like was beating her up. And I don't know. I think the guy's still missing. Uh, but now, <laughs> but now she's got a, a great boyfriend uh, who I like a lot. I think he trained with you guys, right? The guy that was on that like Cage show. Did he train with you guys? The young uh, no. No. I have to narrow it down. That guy that was on a cage show. No, it was a show called Cage. <laughs> it was a show called Cage on MTV. 
It was a reality yeah. show. And one of the guys, you know, what one of the guys was da- yeah. Danger Cage. Uh, and there was another guy who is dating Andrea, who and uh, Andrea's like kind of kind of a hottie. She's like a hot mom who like is all about I don't know from the south. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't watched porn in two months, by the way. In case you guys are wondering. congratulations, thank you. Awesome. I just gave up porn. I, you know who actually told me to stop watching porn? And I actually listened was Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate made a whole thing about how he's like, I'm done porn. It fucks with your mind. You start getting into like. And I'm like, that's actually a good point. I don't know, I don't even listen to Andrew Tate. It was like the clip came on my Twitter feed. And I'm like, that's a good, maybe I'll, maybe I'll like try that. Yeah, that's, how, that's how you know Adam was watching way too much porn when Andrew Tate contacted him directly and told him <laughs> to stop doing it. He's like, dude, listen, it's too much, Adam. But no, I agree, dude. I warned my son when he got a phone when he was 10 years old. I warned him about I porn out, and about- I don't have my- Personal credit card. Like the, how it so can change, it can change, it can change everything. Like it can change the way you view women, the way you view relationships. It's, it's, dude, it's bad news, especially for young kids. You know. Well, I was also okay. watching like very specific porn. Like I wasn't even watching regular <laughs> porn. I was watching porn where like a guy walks into a uh, like a, a bachelorette party and like thirty girls take to turns blowing them, and I'm like, yeah. this is never gonna happen. Like this is like this is be like, what am I doing? I'm setting myself up for a fantasy that like. Even if I was single, this wouldn't happen. Unless you went to Joe Rogan's uh, studio and had uh, all the other comedians that uh, <laughs> hang around him were there, that might happen. Yeah, it was like called the Dancing Bear. If anyone wants to know. So anyway, uh, have you guys have you guys followed the Eminem Melly Mel feud? Oh God, no, no, I, I don't know who either of those are at this point. I'm not even sure I know who Eminem is anymore. All right, so Eminem, obviously, you guys know one of the best rappers ever. Blah blah. So Melly Mel, who was like one of the original rappers, I, I think he like he was in like that, you know, white lines. Like he was like one of the gr- like original OGs of rap said that Eminem oh. will never be top five because Eminem's white. Right. So Eminem made a, a rap song about dissing the game and Melly Mel and this and that and going back and forth. And then um, they like, killed him. Eminem's thing was actually it was a, it was a, gr- a great song. But then Melly Mel made like a uh, he like a counter rap, you know, like he a, a uh, his retort, and it was yeah. it was horrible. Do you guys want to hear it? Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to, of course. <laughs> so uh, and then and then everyone just started making fun of uh, Melly Mel, like it just be it just be one after another. So Eminem. Eminem verse, Eminem, Melly Mel verse. Uh, the question is who really lost when Eminem is talking about Melly Mel, who was a rapper 40 years ago? Like who really lost in that, that exchange? Correct. Yeah, so, this is, so, so this is the realist, right? This is the realist. Hold on. You guys see? No, nah, there's nothing on my screen. There we go. So he goes, so he goes, so Eminem comes out right here. I'm in the most right here. When they say that I'm right here, really no right to complain, but hip hop has been good to me. But when they say that I'm only top five because I'm white, why would I be stunned? My skin color still working against me. The second I should be the new being white, ain't why they put me at five. Nope, it's why I can't. Get one. They come in with more venom, so the haters are aiming it toward them. And though the envious rappers, I torch if I'm on a joint with them. And that is the only retort, because I'm not played in the club. Motherfucker put a cork in it. Only reason they play your shit in the club is because you still perform in the game. 
I am against the intelligence, but I turn this bitch into a mansion. They go get you in England, Germany, France, and Japan's in this bitch, even Dubai. Because my music, they Dubai. You died trying to sign just two side guys. Just put down a screw my head. The blue eyed devil, I never quit. Do I? Because you know you get washed like a bar. So you pussy wouldn't give a cigar to smoke. I know it eats at your heart like an artichoke. Because you know that's how likely you are to choke. Your heart is broke as I pick you apart. I go bananas, proceed to spit every bar. I was spitting before my mother's water broke. It's not even close. You bitch, my father go. Gen Z is acting like rap experts. Sip up your gaps and close your mouths. Bitch, you ain't been on this planet long enough to tell me how rap's supposed to sound. Y'all need to stick to the best shooting schools of yak. Go load up rounds in your parents' gaps and go to class and let off with the strap and go to town. Shot to the Furious Five and Grandmaster Flash, but boy, there's someone who really is furious. Stay out his path, his wrath, avoid her. And I'll be the last to toy with a juice that his brain is like half destroyed, like a meteor hit it. Well, with Melly Mel, we lost his asteroids. Yeah, so Melly Mel is like fucking jacked, right? So he just killed him, mm. lost his ass. That's something to make fun of somebody of. You look like you're on steroids. Like, yeah, that hurts. But, but Melly Mel <laughs> came back, right? And it did not go well. <laughs> right here. Apologies. This ain't a disclaimer. I'm the king of legend. Hall of Famer. Making diss tracks. I know you with that. Now everybody get ready for the kickback. Why you hurt? Why you mad? Now you look bad. Like a roach just crawled out of your book bag. In a pack clash. Relax clash. Go to bed with no supper. Cause you got a supper in the backlash. Top five cap. You the piss. It's on the floor. In the elevator of rap. Why you ducking on the game with your shit on my name? Why they put TV Herman in the Hall of Fame? I would give you a pound for the prick your yeah, so yeah, he kind of raps like they did back, <laughs> like Cool Mo D, <laughs> like as like as if he has his law degree. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> the guy like, speaks very well, like a roach coming out of your book bag, and just everyone like the memes were the best. Like it was one of they had like, these old guys like rapping. It, it was so funny. Uh, I love that he said he has a lawyer so white he'll take your land. <laughs> I think that's another shot at the revisionist. Uh, so, oh god! Yeah, that was that. That was, and then uh, I had to. I had to. I had to. My favorite rapper of all time is Old Dirty Bastard. He he's the best. Do you ever hear the story about there's two really funny stories uh, that Joe Budden talks about? You, you ever hear that story? <laughs> no, I try to avoid Joe Budden at all costs. So, uh, so you know, he did this song with like Mariah Carey, right? And uh, you know that that one thing, you know, he, you know that song with Mariah Carey. Talks, Steve, you know, right? That one he did. Uh, Old dirty bastard did. Hey, Mariah, go together like babies and pacifier. You know what I'm talking about? No, no, I know, I know the song. Yeah. So uh, this is one of the funniest things. So this is hold on. I had it like, ready early. Uh, the story of ODB making uh, Honey with Mariah. That shit was amazing. Honey, right? <laughs> no, but I'm sure it's probably the best story I've ever heard. It was amazing. And is there footage of this? Did you hear it? No. Only me and Parks? All right, no, no, I'm fine. Nope, no, no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That was funny. They need a video of them in the studio making that record. She Any story dead. I've heard of oh, ODB doing anything. That's hilarious. True. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. I'll try to read quickly. Uh, this gentleman says, Rooney, let me not do that. He says, I reached out to ODB and he wanted 15000 to rap on the record. At the time, that was a lot of money, but it really wasn't for Mariah Carey's budget. So no problem. He finally showed up three hours late. And when he got there, it was about 1030 at night. He had been drinking and was on the phone when he walked in. Irate, screaming at some girl how he's going to come kill her. He's going to kick her ass and then whispering, I love you. Then screaming again. This went on for an hour. 
no judgment here. <laughs> he finally came out and was like, yo, pardon me. This bitch is driving me crazy. I need some Moet and some Newports before we get into this record. I said, <laughs> I want to stop at him. Say, uh, pardon me, everyone. <laughs> As like a nice gesture. <laughs> this bitch is wild. <laughs> I said, it's 1230 at night, bro. Uh, night now, bro. I don't know where we're going to get Moet from. He started yelling at the assistants, calling them white devils, saying, you, <laughs> you white devils, y'all don't want black people to have shit. They went, out for, they went out for like an hour, and the only thing they could find was some Heinekens. He was so disgusted, he threw a bottle on the floor. Sounds like a Rory, wild Rory. Rory's that sounds like a Rory the year. Like, yeah, yeah, Rory's been there. No judgment from him. Throwing bottles. At this point, Mariah had been calling every hour and an hour, wanting to hear something over the phone. Tommy was pissed because Mariah was keeping him up. So he finally got on the phone with ODB. And after that, finally, we started to record. He said one line, me and Mariah go back like babies and pacifiers, then paused, said, yo, I need to take a break. <laughs> and then went to sleep for 45 minutes. He woke up and was like, yo, let me hear what I did so far. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Wait, 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 Yo, waking up saying, let me hear what I did so far for two But far. everybody has done that. To have you heard your album? But everybody's done that. We played his one line back. He sang another line or two and then slept for another hour. He would come up with a line, punch that in, go to sleep. He went to sleep three different times in the middle of trying to get that one verse done. If you listen to the record now on his verse, you can hear it's punched in in pieces. He actually told the engineer, y'all better have your shit together and record it right because I'm not doing it twice. <laughs> that might be the greatest Yo, story ever. It's not finished. <laughs> oh, shit. I stayed in the studio until we finished it. So I was sleeping in the studio when Tommy and Mariah called me and they said they loved the record. But Tommy had a bright idea. Let's get ODB back in the studio and instead of just New York in half, do a line for all the cities. <laughs> I said, you've got to be kidding me. Of course, ODB wanted another 15 grand. He came back to the studio, a little more mellow, but dead tired. He's sitting there picking food out of his teeth. He pulled a piece of food out of his mouth so big it was scary. I was like, how long did you walk around with that food in your mouth? Like, it was unbelievable. Then he fell asleep on the couch, kicked one of his shoes off. His foot smelled so bad... We, we had to let him sleep and leave the control room. Eventually, we got the other parts done, and that was that. And I thought the story was over. A week later, <laughs> it was time to shoot a video. We reached out to him, and he wanted another 15 grand. Sounds about right. No problem. So I sent a car to his house, and he drank every friggin' thing in the limo. Showed up at Rye Playland in New York and went to his trailer. I asked him, do you need the stylist to buy clothes for you? He said, nah, this is hip-hop. I'm just rocking some jeans and Tim's. Right. That day he was in a trailer in and out of consciousness when I said, we're getting ready to do a scene. He said, I don't got no clothes. How am I going to do a video if I ain't got nothing to wear? I started screaming at him. <laughs> Tommy told us, take my corporate credit card to the mall. Old, uh, old Dirty disappeared for uh, a minute, and we found him in the store trying to buy Louis Vuitton luggage. He said, I'm going to use it for a scene. <laughs> <The> luggage. <laughs> that luggage never made it. 
He came back on the set with all these bags of Tommy Hilfiger clothes and Timberlands. It was finally time for him to do the scene, and I promise you, he put on a pair of jeans and Tims and said, I'm going to wear, I'm not going to wear a shirt. I don't need clothes. I wanted to shoot him. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I wanted to share that story with you guys. Uh, thought you would enjoy that. Next time we should have someone that can read read the story because it's probably much better if you can actually Come on. read. That's a good story though. It's fucking hilarious. No, the story was great. It just he just can't read. He's like Floyd Mayweather. They're trying to listen to him uh, read, but uh, it's still nothing compares to your Jay Moore. The Jay Moore uh, story you sent me about him talking to your kids is still the greatest thing I've ever read in my life, dude. Oh, it was God. amazing. Oh, uh, dude, that was. Yeah. Send that to Tall Steve. That'll cheer him up. Explain I that. Story. Yeah. Send you that. I went. I will do that. And by the way, we still have the uh, the gay porn stars. It's still coaching over there. Uh, he's doing a really good job. Uh, really? There, there was a guy who um uh came to practice. My friend owns a wrestling club, and then he was like, I, "My friend's like, I think he might be gay." I'm like, "Oh, it's fine. Well, who cares?" I look at his Instagram. He's like, he wins like gay porn awards. And I'm like, I don't think we should have him coach kids, you know. So like, he's qualified you know? too. So then, yeah, he's and then like there's videos of him like getting fucked in the ass and then blowing a guy. I'm like, well, he's a team player, you know. He's very explosive, top <laughs> bottom. Yeah. So anyway, we, we talked to him and we decided that like I called Ben Askren. I'm like, Ben, what do you think we should do? And Ben's like, just hire him and tell the parents. So we have to tell the parents when they come in. By the way, before we have practice, this, you know, one of the coaches. If you want to see some videos, and uh, they're all cool with it, so yeah, that's Ben. Ben was like, uh, before I started coaching, we did it, and nobody had a problem with it. So, <laughs> uh, so this tonight, by the way, um, Maurice Green, who is still in the playoffs somehow, he lost his last fight, he was running away from the guy, and then he started dancing at the end, like he won. Him and John Jones, who was coaching him, he's still in the playoffs. I hope he wins. He's the guy that is a sower. I, I I was saying he's a knitter, like he knits things, and then all of a sudden Sean kept laughing, thinking I was saying something else, but that's not what I was saying. Um, but he's 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 a sewer, he's a uh, seamstress. Um, he's fighting Hanan Ferreira, uh, Larissa Pacheco, who looks unbeatable. She's fighting Olana Kolzik. Uh, she should win that fight. Um, and then a guy that you fought is fighting tonight, uh, Satoshi Ishii, a guy who Sean fought. He's fighting in the in the PFL tonight. I mean, how how old is Ishii? Dude, I don't know. He was he was a two time or three time gold medalist in the Olympics when I fought him, and that was like 2013. So he had to have been he had to have been 30 then, I would think. I don't know. Yeah. Let me let me look it up. He's got to be in his 40s, I would think. The I'm so dumb. I thought I could clinch with him because I thought I was too strong for him. A two time judo gold medalist. I thought I would clinch with him. That worked out great. Uh, so he tossed me on my head immediately. Uh damn um and then uh by the way somebody does a tiktok breakdown version of the fight in blood sport uh he does commentary on it uh this might be uh the end of our podcast forever but it was pretty damn funny. before the fight chong leaves all so smiles because he hasn't snapped a neck in six hours and he's so, ready to go right, frank so this Duke's guy, on the this other hand loaf in my pants they meet in the center of the blood-soaked ring flex their nips and oh yeah we got a chub off on our hands right off the bat dukes uses the ref as a trampoline to deliver a flying chest kick a move so <laughs> powerful that it puts the official into a temporary coma lee responds by doing that thing you do to your younger brother when you forget how light he is 
And you go, hey, watch this. Or tossing them through an end table. And your mom's like, for Christ's sake, this is why I drink wine from a coffee mug that says breathe. Frank does a front flip before detaching his leg and kicking Chong Lee directly into the face. And folks, you've never been in a brawl until you've been hitting the cornea with a pinky toe. Now, right here, Chong Lee looks like a team who just got the spice channel to go unfuzzy for 12 seconds. And he's running an up-tempo crank down. But if you look closely, he's grabbing some kind of foreign substance. And he tosses it right in Frank's eyes. Who at this point is like, dude, what the fuck? Are we throwing sand now? I didn't hear about this. Was there a sand truck? Frank realizes he's sliding into another dimension, but he's trying to weather the storm. Like a dude who ate too many mushrooms. And he's like, these aren't even that strong. But also, why am I falling down a well filled with spiders? He throws a right hand to where he thinks his opponent is. Absolutely not, dude. Charmingly takes advantage by hitting Frank several times, including this slap, which is deadly if someone's suffering from swimmer's ear. Another kick sends him flying into a move known as, of course I can do this cartwheel and this hooters. Things are getting dicey for Frank right here. His mind is melting like a guy who's in hour three of trying to put together an Ikea bookshelf. Where's the C-14 screw? <laughs> Bitch, there is no C-14 screw. Not a full-blown panic screen. This is used when a friend asks you to help them move in exchange for pizza. And he's desperate. He's saying, Lord, I know I shouldn't have eaten a gas station hot dog before a wedding, but if you let me make it through the ceremony with a clean backside, I'll do whatever you want. God answers and says, hey, one set of footprints, motherfucker. Get on my back. And oh, yeah, we're catching punches now. Double Dutch leg kicks and the crowd is losing their shit. Chong Lee's a broken man. He's like, God damn, that weird fucking toe is coming at me again. I'll just stand here and take it, I guess. Frank delivers the knockout kick. The crowd's going nuts. And Frank's like, I appreciate you guys clapping, but is anyone in here an ophthalmologist? Because my eye is fucked. No, seriously, I can't see any of you. So, yeah. That guy, that guy just, he rattled off 12 killer jokes in a row, man. That was, uh, that was amazing. That's like the, that was like he's the bizarro Brendan Shaw, like the exact opposite of watching Brendan Shaw. Sixty second classics on TikTok. That guy he goes through all these crazy fights and all these movies. What? That's what he's called. Sixty. I'm adding him right now. I'm not even on TikTok, but I'm gonna find him. For the for the record, this PFL card is like a like a sleeper. I really like like all the heavyweight fights, especially. Yeah. So like Hanan and and Crotchet Boss is good, but then. Uh, what Goldsoff and Heiderman? I really like the the tournament thing they do over there. Yes, no, you're right. I mean, yeah. it, you know, I, I I I like the fact that you can see a guy fight four times in two months and actually know who he is versus once every six years. You know, yeah. sounds like Steve knows he's going to be working for PFL pretty soon. If he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but I really like PFL and their tournament format. We're going, yeah. going right into those contract negotiations with some. We're <laughs> uh, better right. And a Amber Lebrock is a kind of a sleeper hottie, by the way. Um, I thought she hated that. Sleeper hotties, Adam. I've been meaning to tell you about your earrings this whole time. It's, that's a good look for you. You like them for real or no? I do. No, it's it's sick. Everybody hates them. Uh, everybody hates them except for you and like a couple black people that I know. And the, and the guys that were in the band color me bad because that's, <laughs> that's what you look like you belong in with those earrings. <laughs> what your What does your wife say about them, Adam? I look like a pirate. I'm having a midlife crisis. Uh, it, it just it just keeps it keeps going on. Has she said lesbian yet? Because that's what I think. Oh, when I oh lesbian! I look like her her like lesbian aunt. Uh, it, it just kept it kept. It, my my wife is legitimately funny. One time after sex, I like was like, I was like, "What you gonna do on the law?" I did a whole Hulk Hogan thing, and then she goes, "I want a refund." She she legit like uh, she listens to like minutes of the podcast. This is what you do while I'm working. I, I mean, this, mm -hmm. I, I I get a lot of that. Um, We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. So, uh, well, listen, call Steve. I think we made you laugh. 
Uh, this is tall. Remember we talked tall Steve last week. He watches. Hey, Violet. He watches your videos. He's he's like, hey, he's got a little two year old. How are you doing, princess? He's got a little girl. What? What's that look for? Wait, do you want to leave? It looks like she's in the witness protection program on him. Oh, there you go. You? What are we doing? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that what's going on? Is that what's going on? You know who loves you? Who loves you? Who loves you the most? I love you more than every anything in the whole world. You know that, right? So, all right. Well, she has a day off of school and camp, so we're gonna go somewhere. It's like a, a playground or something. So, tell, t- listen, say, tall Steve, say, I'm your biggest fan, and doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're gonna, you're gonna win the next ten fights. Say, so you, you still won ten in a row. Tell him that. That's a heck of a script right. to put out for right. a uh, <laughs> Say it's okay, tall it. baby say, girl. Thank you for coming on, and saying hi. Uh, say, say, tell Steve, I'm, say, I'm, I'm your biggest fan. Okay, don't say that. Just look, look, okay. at, me and laugh. look at me and Even laugh. She turned her back on you, Steve. Make giggle noise. That's what happens Make when you lose. Noise. Well, Steve, man, I love you, dude. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And, uh, dude, win or lose, who gives a shit? You're, you're the best. And you're a great um, father, you're a great fighter, you're an inspiration, you're a nice guy. And, uh, I'm a fan for life. I did order a t shirt that I never got. I gotta say, where, where's my t shirt? <laughs> Yeah, I talked to the people there. It's supposed to go out Tuesday. They go out like just coming up Tuesday. Okay, because I I I ordered a T-shirt. No, I had a yeah. few people reach out to me. So I'm I'm wet because I'm sweating because we don't have air conditioning in, in this room. No. Uh, and then say say <laughs> and then say say Sean. I hope your back feels better. Okay, thanks. <laughs> say Sean, you're two one of my two. favorite. Say Sean, you're one of my favorite fighters too, and you're so funny. Tell tell him say quit being a wimp and do stand up comedy. <laughs> All right, thanks. Well, listen, guys. You guys are the best. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. See you guys. Later. Bye, man. I need to get-